Welcome to our podcast, Sweet Sweet Garbage. My name is Bailey Von Schneider. My name is Jenna Redding. Um, and we met uh, while working. We can we can trash it now because neither of us work there. Yeah, that's Yay! right. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we work at we worked at Volcano West Hollywood. We were both hosts, and it was a terrible job, but we met each other. Yeah, so, like, there's, like, a silver lining and a little bit of everything. But, you know, shout out. I still do love me some Volcano. You will see me from time to time enjoying their happy hour. So, not going to lie on that. And then we realized that we were both very, like, goal-oriented, really motivated, and we both shared a true love for, like, kind of garbage movies, right? Yes, very... Very garbage movies. So much so that I did coin the term sweet, sweet garbage to to rate these movies. Yes, yes. We will have a scale from, you know, like the hot garbage to to the sweet, sweet garbage, you know. So, like, we, and we don't hate on pretty much all of these things. We, like, like every one of these movies and television shows we were talking about, we, we have, like, a love for. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and first up, we thought we would tackle 2011's The Roommate. Who we? Yeah, there's a there, there's a lot of there's a lot of garbage going on within uh, 2011's The Roommate. <laughs> uh, so, like, Jenna, what were you, like what were your first thoughts? Like, do you remember seeing this for the first time, like way back in 2011? I don't think I saw it when it came out. I think I saw it maybe a couple years later. And maybe it was, I don't know if it was ever on Netflix. It was on something where I just, like, I just happened to find it. And I remember I didn't know anything about it. So then when I was watching it, I was like, is this supposed to be a remake to single white female? And, like, I was, like, the whole time I was like, I mean, it's basically single white female. it is totally single white female. (laughs) But I was like, is it supposed to be an actual remake? Is it something? But... I got, I kind of got into it though. I thought, um, the one girl, Rebecca, I actually like really liked her. <laughs> <laughs> you like the crazy one. Yeah. I love I it. I get it. I mean, cause I kind of get it. I kind of am like, oh, like I, as someone who like will become like very intensely obsessed with something for a while, I understand that motivation. Like, that per- it might be a person, it might be a TV show, it might be a book. You don't know. You're just going to become obsessed with something. Yeah, know? but for me, for me, though, there's always a time limit. It's always about, like, a month. Yeah. And then, I'm, and then I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. idea of, of, like, consistently being obsessed with someone, like, that yeah. that sounds exhausting. Imagine like if Rebecca went through all this, and then a month later was like, you know what? I'm not feeling Sarah that much anymore. After I, like, try, I kill her boy, ex-boyfriend, I try to kill... A bunch of other people. She just leaves this, like, carnage in her wake. But see, that's that's actually, like, a movie I now want to pitch. Like, I want someone... I want to make a movie where you go through the steps of all this obsession and all this stuff. And then, like, as soon as she gets it, be like, eh... Yeah. All right, man. On to yeah. the next thing. It's like once you once you've attained that goal, you're like you're like, oh, I'm not really like I'm not into it. Yeah, I'm not, not doing into this it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, I'm pretty sure I like, and I say pretty sure because I think that I saw this in the movie theaters. But again, nice. I don't like, and it's interesting because you think that I would have left him and like, oh my god, yes, I 100 percent remember seeing this. But I think I remember seeing it with 
two of my guy friends in college, one of them I'm still really, really close with, the other one, no. Uh, but at the time, I, yeah, that's a whole other story. But at the time, I remember we would talk about it because I was actually, like, living, not living with a Rebecca, uh, because this girl was, like, this girl hated me rather than, like, uh, was obsessed. Oh, yeah, the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't have anybody obsessed with me. She was the kind of person that thought that, like, I stole all her friends, and that the guy that she liked, she thought liked me, and I was like, no, he and I are just friends, like, you know, guys and girls can be friends, y'all, even if you're both, like, straight, and, like, <laughs> you, like, you know, I like men, and he likes women, we could still be friends and have never boned, and that's what happened. This girl <laughs> couldn't get it through her head, so she ended up, like, just, like, being, like, really closed off, so I kind of felt like I, like, kind of related to the roommate, so I know I definitely saw this, like, in college, but I'm not for sure if I saw it on, like, you know, $4 Tuesdays when I dragged them to see stupid things like The Vow with freaking Channing Tatum. Like, wow. And I regret that. And that one, that's, like, not even good fun enough fun to review for this oh, podcast. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's why the sweet, sweet garbage <laughs> scale is important, because there is some stuff that is just garbage. <laughs> And you know we don't we don't have to talk about the garbage. Yeah. We want to talk about the sweet garbage, and we want to talk about the hot garbage. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, so, like, what you know, other than you know, like liking Rebecca, like, were there other aspects of it where you're like, yes, the, like this is why I'm like this movie's perfect for us to talk about. Well, I, there is something though. Well, especially with this month and how we are kind of just delving into mm-hmm. just really intense female relationships. Like, there is something about that. And in this one, it's actually kind of interesting because in this one, you never really know why Rebecca is doing what she's doing. Because mm. it's not like she seems, she doesn't seem like she's in love with her. No, yeah. She doesn't seem like she even particularly wants to be her. Like, it's not like she, she's actually the rich one. She's the one, like, there's nothing that, it, it seems like it's just pure obsession. Where and you don't know where the obsession is coming from. Yeah, that's good. But I don't, I remember like when you go to like see the parents and like her mom's Frances Fisher and she like says to like Minka Kelly at one point she's like, has has Rebecca been taking her meds? And like that's the one clue that we're like, oh, we're dealing with mental illness. But this is the kind of movie that's gonna like portray mental illness in like a bad way. It's not. Right. They're never like, oh, like clearly this person's mentally ill. Like let's help her. It's like this is the kind of movie. It's like let's exploit her mental illness and just show that she's like fucking crazy. And I was just like, oh no, <laughs> <You know? laughs> right? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. There's no explanation like yeah because you know in single white female there's like the whole thing about how you know she has um jennifer jason lee's character has this guilt because of her sister so it seems like with her it's like oh and it's the opposite the 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 dead sister is like sarah in this one remember she talks about like her older sister died so it's interesting that like there seems to be no real trauma in leighton meester's character's life except that she's crazy yeah yeah like the quote unquote crazy girl but like yeah like her parents like and it didn't even seem like her parents were neglectful they like genuinely like seem to love her and like when they're like oh we didn't think you were gonna come home it's like she doesn't even like tell her parents like hey i'm like coming home and i'm bringing like this roommate right right (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's so weird and like uh but I think what this movie does in an interesting way is, like, sort of show 
how excited Sarah is to go to college, even though, like, when we go to college, we don't look like a 25-year-old Minka Kelly. We look, like, <laughs> awkward as shit. We're, like, not running through the quad with, like, perfect boobs and perfect hair, and we're, like, just sweating the right amount that the guys are, like, oh, no, we look like dog shit, like, our freshman <laughs> year of, like, so, like, I, uh, like, outside of them, like, not looking, like, like, college freshmen, like, they don't look 19. No, I, they all look super gorgeous. Well, I would... Uh, they look CW-19. Yes. Let's give them perfect. that. This is very much... Yeah, I feel like if the CW made a movie, it would be this cast. I mean, you, like, we, you, we already have, like... Wasn't Gossip Girl on the CW? So you already I have, like, was, yeah. and Easter then, hotness. And then the one... And then Sarah uh, was on Friday Night Lights. Yeah, that was NBC onto the 101 network. So they were, you know, they were, um, yeah. they're, they're network 19. Yeah, they're network 19. Yeah. Where in reality, they're, like... 25 and flawless skin but I do outside of like their physicalities I liked that like Sarah was like excited to be like going to like a whole new place and like it was excited about like meeting her roommate yeah yeah so like I kind of thought like that aspect of it was kind of interesting right and how they started out seemingly like they could be friends you know if one of them just doesn't go (laughs) yeah go nuts yeah yeah no, that's very true. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of friends, okay, so Ali Mashaka, whom I love. I love Ali Mashaka. I love Ali and AJ. Shout out Ali and AJ. But, um, so Ali Mashaka's character, I initially thought that she and Minka Kelly were, like, friends forever. Because, like, when they go, they literally, but they meet, like, the day of, and they're like, hey, and then her and some other girl are like, let's go party. And then, like, they're at a party, and then people are like, you have to be responsible for taking this girl home, which made me be like, I've been like, bitch, I don't know her. Granted, like, also at the same time, of course, I'm gonna take a drunk girl who's flashed an entire fraternity of boys. (laughs) I'm gonna take care of her. But at the same time, it's like, as if they make, like, it's like the fraternity, like, knew that they were friends, and I was like, like, that whole, like, dynamic of, like, we met three hours earlier, and now we're, like, best friends. Wait, so they actually, hold on, so maybe I don't remember this properly, because I thought they were old friends. No, that's what it makes you think, but then when I did, like, my rewatch of it, uh, they meet because, like, Ali Mashak is, like, moving, like, her moving cart down the hall and something falls off and Minky Kelly's like, oh, here! And it's like, hi, I'm, um, I'm Tracy. Oh, hi, Tracy. I'm, I'm Sarah. Shit. They literally met five hours before. Well, that's, I guess, see, then it does make sense after that whole, like, shower incident. Oh. You know, that the, um, that Allie's character goes and, like, just dips. Yeah, just leaves. or the fact that she is straight up the only one that is like, this bitch is cray. <laughs> From, like, the minute she's like, oh, hi, I'm Rebecca. Oh, hi, Becca. I like Rebecca. Like, Allie Mishaka <laughs> is like, this bitch nuts. <laughs> like, so, like, it's like, you get the, and, like, she even warns, like, Minka Kelly. She's like, you need to stay away from her. And Minka Kelly's like, oh, no, no, she's harmless. Meanwhile, you get, like, your belly button ripped out, out of you. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, because, like, I remember thinking. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, God. Wow, yeah, I guess I totally just miss. No, it's like you didn't, that. like, miss it. It's like, 
yeah, you, if you, like, weren't paying complete close attention, you may have missed that sequence, but they make it seem as if they have been, like, friends since, like, high school. Yeah. And, like, that's how it's, like, set up in, like, a really, really, really weird way. That's so funny. Like, I don't even know how I would feel if, like, three hours later, like, they're like, we're gonna do this, this, this together. I'd be like, girl, calm down. I literally just moved in. Yeah. My yeah. roommate's I'm not, not going to a fucking party. Yeah. My roommate's <laughs> not even here yet. Like, I need to, like, ch- granted, again, if I looked like them, maybe all I would be doing would be bonding <laughs> and flashing the in, in the entire fraternity. fraternity yeah. Like, you know? Also, oh, speaking of fraternity, can we talk about how rapey that fraternity is? Well, I mean, that's, yeah, fraternity. Yeah, but, like, it's still, like, 2011 where they're like, oh, yeah, if a girl, like, drinks our, like, jungle juice, like, and we have to get her upstairs. And if we don't get her upstairs, like we're going to get in trouble with the rest of the fraternity. I'm like, okay, so if you're not a sexual predator, they're going to, like... Yeah. Like, I was like, all right, so this has some... Like, this movie has, like, a ton of problematic things to it, but, like, the whole, like... The, the showing mental illness and then the whole, like, rape culture aspect of that fraternity. I was Well, just, and it's funny oh. because I really feel like up until a couple of years ago, just, like, rape jokes and fraternities oh. were just such a, like, common punchline... That, like, we didn't even, we didn't even think of it as being, like, that bad, maybe? Not that, not that I think, no, 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 I don't I know think that's what exactly, I mean, but. Yeah. I know what you're saying is that, like, we lived in a society where it's like, oh, it's, it, literally, it's just locker room talk. It's just boys being boys. It's like, they're not going to rape her. I'm like, yeah, but maybe, you know, like, teach your child to not even talk about raping a girl. Yeah, like, maybe <laughs> don't use it as a punchline. Yeah. Or, so or a like, pickup line, because then I remember in the movie when he she was like, oh, yeah, you took us home. Are you going to get in trouble? And he's like, oh, no, I just made that all up. I'm like, oh, so to get a girl's, like, attention, you're like, oh, if I don't get you upstairs. So if she was like, well, take me upstairs, was he going to just be, like, totally fine with taking complete advantage of this, like, yeah, drunk right? girl? And just be like, holy shit? Or would he have been like, no, I'm going to actually take you home? One thing that we <laughs> should talk about that I think has been slept on is that there is a Titanic reunion in this movie with Billy Zane and Francis Farmer. Not Francis Farmer, Francis Fisher. Oh, you're right. I was almost like, who else was in Titanic? And then you're right, the mom. Oh, if they were in a scene together, I probably would I know, I would have lost my mind. Oh, God. I'm like, what a wasted opportunity. I know. <laughs> like, you have, like, Mama DeWitt Bucator and Cal Hockley. Yeah. Just, like, Who's also playing kind of a shithead, but, like, he's so hot. I it's know. It's crazy. He's, like, oh, that's another thing, too. This guy just straight up. So, like, that's maybe the one cool thing is that, like, Rebecca's like, I'm going to expose this fucking creep. Right. And, like, does it in, like, a pretty badass way. She even, like, fucking sack wax him and, like, has it, like, all on tape. And so, like, she uses her, like, feminine wiles to, like, you know, and then he'll be like, well, you were just seducing me. And it's like this, that. And then she's like, bitch, I have this all on tape. Yeah, <laughs> right? Ugh. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Billy Billy Zane looking, like, even back in, like, 97 as, like, Cal, he was, like, hot, hot as shit. But, I mean, there's a day, you know, choose Jack or you're going to choose Cal. If you want to stay rich, you're going to choose Cal. Yeah, I mean, Jack get... died, so yeah, you might as well go back to Cal. <laughs> right? Yeah, she just, like, hides in the end of Titanic when it's like, oh, dude. Or just, like, my thing with Titanic. Sorry, I'm going to go on a little rant. Yes, it's fine. Listen, we're going to talk about Titanic sometimes. She had that fucking diamond and was never once like, hmm, maybe I'm going to see what this is valued at and not have to ever work again for the rest of my life. Yeah, no, no. But no, I'm going to hustle because it's what Jack would want to do. 
Dude, if it's Jack like, were alive and you like found Jack would have hawked that fucking yeah, necklace. No shit. If, like, you and Jack survived this whole ordeal, you're down there, you lift in, you're like, holy shit, you're like, what's that for fucking life? Anyways, yeah. Okay, so back to Billy Zane, <laughs> back to the roommate. Yeah, I just love how, like, brazen he was with, like, her. Like, he's, like, clearly, like, I feel like he didn't even, like, sweet talk her. He just, like, was kind of like, we're fucking. Yeah, no, Absolutely. <laughs> He, that was 100% what went down. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm like, yeah, you're kind of hot, Billy Zane, but also, like, maybe not hot. Like, if you look like maybe Ryan Phillippe, I would have been like, oh, shit. I can get an A and I can fuck this guy? No. <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I will. Yeah. Yeah. Also, speaking of hot men, Matt Lanter. I love Matt Lanter. <laughs> the remake of Beverly Hills 90210. Some sexiness. And he's, like, not... He's just, like, her ex-boyfriend who, like, comes back. And then that's the one time that you get... Um, that you get Rebecca, like, becoming... Um, like, becoming uh, Sarah. Is when, oh, that's yeah. right. Because that's also, though, that's also a nod to single white, white female. female. Where she fucks the... Yeah. Because... Or, yeah, because he thought it was her, right? Yes. Yeah, it's the, sa- it's the same exact scene. This is almost a shot-for-shot shot remake with young people. Yeah. Like, there's nothing original. Because, like, if you're doing kind of, like, the, the teen version of, like you know, fatal attraction, at least, like, change it a little bit, but this is, like, we're gonna do, like, the teenage version of single white female and keep it exactly the same, except but also we don't take kill out some a dog. Of, and also yeah. just take out some of the nuance, in a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, like, make a, a shitty version of, like, a, a pretty, like, we're gonna do our review on single white female and, like, where we rate that on, like, the, the, the garbage scale. Um, it's definitely higher than this one, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I just... Also, like, the fact is that, like... I don't know, there's, like... This is a very, like, female-driven film, yet it was written by a man and directed by a man. Like, yeah. two different men. Christian E. Christensen. Oh, dear God, that's an unfortunate name. And then Sonny Malhi. So, like, you have two dudes that, like, write what they think women, like, what they think a a woman's, like, I feel like this is what men think that women who have close friendships are like. That, like, we want to kill each other, and we want to be the other person that we, or we just want to, like, have sex with each other, and it's like, no, that's not how it works, man. (laughs) But I feel like this movie is literally how men think a female relationship is, like. Right. Yeah. And it would be interesting, I, I do want to see some movie sometime where it is just an intense female relationship, and, like, you know, Maybe directed by a woman. Maybe directed or maybe written by By a woman. woman. Like something. Because, you know, there is something to be said about, yeah, the way men seem to think about women. Yeah, or in like even if it's like, oh, these, these women are so close to each other that they must be in love. So we have to write that they're in love. And it's like, how about you write that they, they're in love, but they're not, like, in love. Which is why, actually, like... like, like there's, like, the difference. Love versus, like, being in love. Right. Yeah. That's why I think Frances Ha is so good. Because that's just about... That's just a platonic love story. Where, you know, it... The end of the movie is just them, like, catching eyes with each other across the room and, like, smiling at each other. Yeah. And it's just, like... And, like, there's no... It's just... 
Yeah, whereas in, like, La La Land, they see each other again. It's like, oh, remember that time we were just, like, so in love with each other? And now you're, like, with this guy, and I'm still, like, this sullen jazz musician. Like, you know? It's like, come on. (laughs) You know? And it's like, yeah, so, like, or come to an under, or even, like, you have the movies, like, Friends with Benefits, where, like, we're just going to have sex with no strings attached, but then every string becomes attached Yeah, to you know, which is the <laughs> other movie, No Strings Attached. Like, you know, like, this, that's, I love when you have the same exact movie the same year, like, Deep Impact, Armageddon, and then, like, Friends with Benefits and No Strings Attached. And then the other one, the, those airplane movies. You remember? Red Eye and, oh, like, Flight Plan. Yes, where they're, like, the, the same exact movie, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Red Eye had Killian Murphy, though, oh, choking Red a bitch out so in a good. fucking, in an airplane There's bathroom. There's a problematic male. We should just talk about Red Eye at some point. Oh, too. we gotta talk about Red Eye. Yeah. I have a lot to say also, about Red Eye. Rachel McAdams is too good. But, <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so, like, you just have, yeah, I think this is just, like, male like, it's not necessarily, like, a male gaze, because, like, I feel like the male gaze is in single white female, versus this... Well, that's true. Yeah, there's a different male gaze, you know? Yeah, I would say, though, maybe it's not the male... Well, it's obviously not the male gaze, yeah, because it's not like, really... what they don't, is it? Like, there should be a word for it that, like, is missing. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to think about this for a really long time. Yeah, which is... <laughs> this pop, is going to bother me. Pop in, we'll pop into it. If we come up with a really cool word, we're going to we're gonna coin it and be like, <laughs> sweet, sweet garbage is coined what men think women are. It's just maybe men that just don't know how to write women. Like, that was the big problem that I had with um, going to get my MFA in screenwriting. And, like, there were just all these men in this class that, like, there were some men that took huge strides. And there's, like, my friend, one of my friends was always like, I know I have this problem with my female characters, but I want to not have this problem. I want to get better. Men that can write women, I just feel like, of course, people are like, let's revere them so much more. At the same time, I'm like, like let's not revere them. Let's just give them, like, a, a soft golf clap. Like, <laughs> and then move it. on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's not just be like, wow, look at this, this look at J.J. Abrams that has to write strong women. Cool. He should know how to write strong women. You know, and maybe just... Like, let women write more. Let women yeah, talk give more. them these opportunities. I mean, like, I do feel like we talk about Greta Gerwig a little bit too much in, like, the grand scheme of, like, how there are a lot of female directors. Mm-hmm. But you gotta say, like, because of her, we get these hilarious parts with, like, Timothy Chalamet playing this, like, dumb fuckboy. Yeah. Whereas, like, if he had just been, like, working with all these guys, I'm sure he would have just continued to be this, like, sensitive poet type. Yeah, yeah. But, like... But we get this great, like, thing where he's just, like... <laughs> he's just super like, douche. Yeah. Yeah. And it fits him really well. Yeah. Yeah. Also, low-key, Nina Dobrev cameo in this. Oh. And this is, like, what gets me, though, is this is, like, she's solidly, like, at this point, already the star of the Vampire Diaries. So I'm like, why is Nina Dobrev, like, have two lines in this movie? Yeah. Like, it's like, you could have literally cast anybody, and it's not even, like, a recognition where, like, you're like, oh, like, Nina Dobrev is, like, me. I was like, oh, Nina Dobrev is in this because, like, I didn't watch any of The Vampire Diaries. I'm a huge, hardcore Degrassi person, and, like, I I had a Degrassi podcast. Like, I love, I love Degrassi, so, like, to me, like, I didn't watch any of, like, the Vampire Diaries, so, like, when I saw The Roommate, I'm like, oh, shit, it's Mia Jones from the grassy, you know? <laughs> so, like, that was my, and I, that's definitely not what the the producers were going for, so I'm just, like, I feel like 
you just like underutilized somebody who was like a star on the rise and like a super thankless part in this movie. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I was just like, oh, because like I remember like go. I completely forgot she was like in it, and then like the credits rolled, and it was like Nina Dobrev, and I was like, Nina Dobrev is in this movie. And then when it got to that scene, she's literally like the girl that Rebecca clearly was obsessed with in high school. That was so it was like the Sarah of high school because she has that like one line where she's like, "We were never friends," and I was like, right. "Bitch." And then, like, that's the funny part that, like, really got me in this movie is that at the end of the movie, like, Sarah says the same thing to Rebecca when clearly they were friends because she even, like, stands up for Rebecca in that scene being like, oh, that girl clearly doesn't know. So Sarah's just like, I'm going to try to hurt your feelings because you've been ruining my life by being like, we were never friends when, like, you were friends. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, maybe, yeah. I feel like there could have been a better way. A better line. Like, that line doesn't, like, sting. What, like, I think it's supposed to sting. Right. Because, yeah, maybe it, it could have even been something as simple as being like, I always felt, I, I just felt sorry for you or yeah, something to that That extent. maybe would have, like, yeah, been like, I was never wanting to be your friend. I just felt so bad about, like, yeah. leaving you behind or doing this or doing that. It's not like I wanted to be your friend. I felt sorry for you. Yeah, and uh, to me, that may be, like, <laughs> like I, If someone said that to me, I would be gutted. Yeah, like, especially <laughs> when it seems as if, like, you're forging, a, like, a true An actual relationship. relationship with someone. Because I think that, like, Sarah goes in like clearly liking Rebecca or maybe she likes being like oh yes you can try all of these Rodeo Drive clothes for like free right and yeah also 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 I can't believe I just thought of this now all right so we talk about how they like just shit on like mental health in this movie we talk about um how what they shit on like sexual assault and like just in in an awful way dude they like make like the lesbian the punchline in this movie Oh my god. Like the, I didn't even think the of weird, it. There was literally like what did Sarah gain by sleeping with like I don't know what did Rebecca gain by sleeping with like Sarah's aunt? <laughs> like like that like it made one okay like She's, like, this was the thing with Rebecca, too. Like, That's Rebecca what... was, like, too good at getting what she wanted for somebody who was supposed to be, like, complete. Like, I don't know. Maybe if she is a sociopath, sociopaths are charming and this, and she can just easily, like, look how she does go into, like, a club and pick up, like, a hot older woman. Like, it's, right. it might actually be easy for Leighton Meese to do this. So, right. like, so maybe, like, that I don't have a point there. But, like, yeah. And then she, like, goes through with it all. Whereas, like, I felt like she never went through with anything except for, like, sleeping with... It's, it is interesting because... Like, and what was the point of it? Was that point to, like, show, like, oh, maybe she isn't a girl, so maybe she is in love with Sarah? And it's like, no. It didn't, no. no it doesn't, it doesn't track, really, because. It doesn't. Like, I remember just being in this whole sequence being like, what is going on right now in this? <laughs> and I feel like, though, they could have just, like, retooled some stuff because they, they obviously made it where Rebecca is, you know, comes from wealth, has a yeah. lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're going to go into her having mental illness, it should be that, like, oh, she's super rich, she's, you know, people just let her do what she wants, and she's never really been checked. Maybe if she, like, maybe they could have just, like, I feel like this could have taken, like, very, like, simple, like, tweaks in the script, like, maybe 
her parents are like, oh, well, we never let her be on medication. You know, we don't believe in that. Yeah, like showing like. Oh, you know, like we don't, she doesn't need to talk to anybody. She's fine. She's perfect. You know, you know the life she leads? Like that kind of thing. I like that. I actually like that. Because then like, then it's like, oh, well, like she's never had a support system. She's just like in this gilded cage. You know, and then, like, that's why she doesn't know how to act. That's why when she meets someone, it's like, oh, you're mine now. Yeah. So like, like like a doll or, like, I don't know, like a toy Oh, or I whatever. like that. Like, she's always been given everything. So, like, I should be, like, given Sarah. Like, I shouldn't have to, like, work. Like, she works hard, though. <laughs> like, no, no, I know. Yeah, but that's you know? what I'm saying. Like, there, there's just certain things that I feel like could have just been changed in the script that could have... Honestly, we should write that script. This is probably the perfect time to jump into our batshit moments. So, like, every episode, Jenna and I are going to pick a a scene from the movie or the TV show that we're watching that we just think is completely batshit that maybe got us excited about the movie a little more or maybe even took us out of it. I kind of think, for me, it was that shower scene. Okay, I was going to say, we're probably going to totally have the same scene (laughs) in this movie, for sure. it, I think it maybe that it happened a little too early in the movie. Yeah, or that it was like, yeah, because she's so fucking brazen. Like, what if, like, she, de- like, because clearly Ali Mashaka knows it's her. Like, she, like, whispers in her ear, so, oh, I put on a hoodie and then, like, you don't know it's me. Right. But, no, it's like, everybody fucking knows it's you. I know it's your voice. I, like, can see you. You're, like, on top of me in the fucking shower right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, like, but the thing is, too, is, like, it kind of goes from, like, zero to a thousand in, like, two scenes because it's, like, it's, like, oh, she's, like, standing outside my, uh, outside my bedroom. Oh, yeah, just kind of, like, scared. There's, like, moments where she's just kind of, like, scaring Adam Shaka through. Which is actually very hilarious. (laughs) Like, that's a very funny thing. And, like, Leighton Meester has, like, that perfect, like, look where she just, like, stares and doesn't say anything and turns and walks away. Yeah. And, just like, and I'm like, whoo, you got a good stare, though. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd be scared shitless. Like, okay, I'm a little scared right now. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to fucking talk to your roommate that much. Relax. Yeah, don't worry. I don't need to be friends with her. I thank her for taking me home drunk so I didn't get raped at that clearly rapey frat <laughs> But like, other than that, like, yeah, there's, no, cool. there's no loyalty yeah, here. Yeah, we're cool. You, she's yours. I will leave. You do not need to, like, literally assault me in the fucking chat. But yeah, no, so then it is this, like, moment where you know they build up the tension and like the shower lights the lights in the shower go off oh yeah it's trying to be like a super like horror movie scene yeah it just like kind of falls flat it kind of does and I think it really is because it like happened too early I think like we should have like there should have been more of a build-up like maybe even if Rebecca had gone and you know like not try to be friends with her, but, like, maybe, yeah. like, lull her into a sense of, like, security. Yes. Like, being like, oh, it was some sort yeah. of misunderstanding, whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's true. She literally goes from, like, zero to a hundred. It's like, like, oh, I'm gonna stare at you creepy. Oh, I'm going to rip your belly button ring out of your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. And, <laughs> and then... Yeah, and, like, it's so interesting, though, because, like, it scares, like, that character so much that she, like, is like, okay, cool, I'm not gonna be friends, but, like, doesn't scare her enough to be like, yo, Dean of the University, please, (laughs) I need to file assault charges on this bitch. Right, right. Like, oh my god. Also, I just thought, did she kill the cat? Remember they have that cat? 
She does kill so it. So this is 100% single white female. Yeah. Except it's well, like. Well, I mean, I think oh. also just like, that's like a, that's a crazy girl trope. It's, it's like, totally I'm going to kill your fucking I'm gonna animal. I'm going to kill the animal. And I'm just like, oh God. It's like, listen, Glenn Close did it first. Oh. And we didn't have to revisit it. Yeah, yeah. It's very true. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, can I have a different, can I have a different thing to like show that a woman yeah, is crazy? Yeah, can we not fucking hum animals, please? Thank you. I mean, lovely. <laughs> like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a different thing we can do now. Yeah, there's gotta be something else to like. And I'm show. not even a big animal person. Like, I don't think like, like I'm not doing it because of like some sense of like moral. Oh, I with the, with cats. Like, I mean, granted, I'm like cats should not be killed, but I also <laughs> just don't like cats. But the fucking dog and single white female like guts me. Oh, like it's a fucking <laughs> adorable like golden retriever puppy. Like you deserve to fucking be thrown down off of the balcony <laughs> next to it. Like, I just feel like it's just like I feel like though it's just like a tired trope now. Like oh, it I'm totally like, is. Oh, yeah. the woman is crazy because she fucking yeah. killed an Maybe, animal. Like, let's like <laughs> let's have a movie where we can just really like actually analyze the woman's psyche and like just i don't know like not show her not show even though like lifetime lives off of like crazy women and we're like watching movies that have like the quote-unquote crazy woman and we love them and things like well it's interesting because it like i would like an actual examination of these things because i do like the crazy girl role because i like seeing these actresses oh, play these yes. parts so i mean come on like fucking glenn close nobody to me that's the best female performance of all time or like black swan me. like natalie yes. portman is phenomenal yeah. in that yeah, no, so yeah and definitely and it's like there is like it's meatier when there's a lot because there's a lot of turmoil going on it within, yeah within your character that you can bring a lot out of but yeah like let's treat it with respect or even time. just like a little bit more you know, like, the way, like, Ingmar Bergman would, like, mm. show these, like, really, like, crazy people. It was almost done. Or, like, um, Like, clinical, like, in a, like, where there's just no yeah. judgment because you're just or watching jo- something yeah, happening. Yeah, John Cassavetes with, um... Oh, yeah. Woman, what was it, like... Woman Under the Influence. Yeah, like, so, like, yeah, so, like, some men can make problematic women and show them with, like, with decency. Right, So, like, let's get some more of the... I mean, let's, I'm just like, let's have women just make all these movies, but that's also <laughs> me. But, like, like True. You know, I'm also not going to be, like, anti-men directing, obviously. So, like, maybe get, <laughs> like, uh, get some J.J. Abrams, like, type men. Let's get more of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'm just thinking, because, like, J.J., you've, you've brought up J.J. Abrams a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, what female characters... Are you talking about when oh, you Oh, like, think... Sydney Bristow is just such a dynamically written female character. Oh, that's Alias, right? Yeah. Okay, like yeah, Sydney yeah, Bristow yeah. and even, like, Ray in Force Awakens. Felicity, I mean, like, the man has pretty much, like, made his career on strong women, which I which I love. Like, pretty much, like, Felicity was, like, a huge show. Alias was a huge show. Pretty much Ray being, like, the first time we really see a Force-sensitive, like, woman on in, no. a, in the Star Wars thing. So that's, like, like, he really hasn't, like, shown, like, the, 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 cre- the like, like, the mentally ill side of women he's just like like let's like show powerful just strong good, like, women which have I've, good protagonists yeah, yeah which i've always really really liked about like jj so like that's why it, it can exist they can exist and they can be written by men too <laughs> but yes let's like let women let's let women write and direct yeah but yeah so where Where's your scale? Where's your hot from? From so we have a hot garbage, we have a garbage, 
Sorry, I'm from Boston, so I'm going to be dropping some eyes. And like, <laughs> I, I got a review before that somebody thought my accent was grating, and I'm just like, eat shit. <laughs> that, that's, that's my, you can, like, pick apart our podcast, I don't care, give us, like, great constructive feedback, but when you're just being, like, a dick, you're just being a dick. So anyways, <laughs> so we have um, hot garbage, we have garbage, we have sweet garbage, and we have sweet, sweet garbage. Where, where is this balling for you? I would say, I think I would put this very directly in the middle at garbage. Like, there's, it's fun. It's a real fun time. But, yeah. like, it's certainly not bad enough where I'd call it hot, hot garbage. Yeah, like, the, the movie's competent. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, it's not poorly acted it's not completely poorly like there are some parts like it's a competent script it follows like its act structures it Mm -hmm. follows all the rules it's competently directed it's not a standout and yeah and it's also just not the worst thing that i've ever seen right (laughs) right so i think i'm with you too so we have two garbages for (laughs) 2011's the roommate the complete ripoff of Single, single white, white female. female. 